Welcome to the Coaching Edge podcast. I'm your host, Wendy McCallum, a seasoned and successful life coach. Every other Monday, I share my hard-earned wisdom from well over a decade of coaching, so you can avoid the mistakes I've made. I provide practical and inspiring bite-sized strategies, coach stories, and thought-provoking conversations with industry experts about the business of coaching. If you're craving the freedom and joy that comes from building a profitable and fulfilling coaching practice, you're in the right place. Now let's get down to business. Hello, welcome back to The Coaching Edge. I'm here today with my friend and fellow coach, Christy Osborne. Hey, Christy, how are you today? Hey, Wendy, I'm good. How are you, babe? I'm so good. Christy is a double certified American coach who lives in London, England with her family and who helps women get back in control of alcohol and discover a whole new way of living. And she is also a member of my coaching program for coaches, the Business Building Bootcamp. And I asked Christy, to come in and do this episode today because I know she has a really great story to share around some of the learning that she has had over the last year or so in her coaching practice around pricing and selling. And I thought that this would make a make for a really great conversation. So thank yeah. you. Thanks for coming today, Christy. Appreciate it. Of course. I'm excited to chat about this. Yeah. You have had some really big aha moments, I think, in the last year. <laughs> and it's led to a real, it's it's led to a lot of changes in your coaching practice and to some really significant success and increase in profitability. So I, I thought you'd be the perfect person to bring in to talk about pricing, which we're going to talk about over and over again on this podcast. But let's start with maybe, I know that you had identified a few little tidbits that you wanted to talk about today. So let's start with the first one. What's the first thing that you have learned in the last year or so that you wanted to share? Yeah. So, I mean, one of the things that, and it's so funny, right? Because with all of this stuff, you kind of have to experience it for yourself to really get the lesson like hammered home. But I remember you saying like way back when to me that like people, clients have to have skin in the game. But when I first started my coaching practice, I priced things really low because I thought to myself, I'm a brand new coach and I just, who am I to be charging all this money when I'm just brand spanking new? And it really reflected in my low prices really reflected the type of client that I got. And, and then, you know, the type of commitment then that, then that they made to showing up, like it caused people no shows and last minute cancellations and not doing the work that I assigned to them and all of this stuff. And so it hurts your morale as a coach too, like as, you know, an actual coach coach, when you feel like you're not being effective with your clients. And so there is something to be said, something huge to be said for pricing your products or your, you know, packages so that clients really do have skin in the game. And I actually had a client tell me that within the last couple months who said to me, and this is after I'd raised my prices two or three times, who said to me, wow, it really makes me want to show up and, and do the work that you're giving me because I paid you a lot of money. A hundred percent. And this is such a great basic lesson. And I think everyone learns it their own way. Totally. But it's so, so, so important. And I did the same thing when I was starting out. I priced myself too low. I was very worried about pricing myself at what I saw to be sort of market because I was new at this. 
But, you know, the other thing that I, I like to remind coaches of too, is that, and we'll talk about this more when we talk about the value probably piece of, of what you're selling, but is that it's not just about your experience as a coach. That's not the only thing that goes into what your clients are paying for and also your your ability to coach. It's yeah. also all the experience you have before that. And so you and mm-hmm. I have similar backgrounds. You're a lawyer. I was a lawyer. I practiced law for 12 years. I did, you know, all kinds of things in that context. I learned an awful lot about lots of different things. And I built a really pretty terrific skill set that I now see is transferable over into coaching, including speaking and interviewing and, you know, just being able to sort of like mine for like the really important thing and what someone was saying and all of that goes into how I coach. And so there I was like underpricing myself and not giving that any value either, um, which was ridiculous. And, and then, you know, what, what happened, what happened was exactly what happened with you. So I think that's such a great point. So skin in the game means that people have actually put some significant money in they've they've there's a real there's a real investment for them when you invest in yourself financially you are far more likely to show up do the work take it seriously you're less likely to cancel at the last minute because something came up or you're tired or you're disappointed or whatever it is it's going to show up so i think that's a really important thing to remember when you are setting your prices price accordingly you will notice the difference my clients show up Mm-hmm. Yeah. They show yeah. up now. And that, of course, as you said, that affects how you feel about your coaching practice as a coach. I, and I feel so much better when my clients are showing up for appointments and it feels like we're actually moving forward and they're doing the work between the sessions and they're committed to themselves. They're committed to this change that they're, they're paying me to help them make. So, yeah. okay. 100%. That's, yeah, that's really, really important. So price accordingly skin in the game second thing you wanted to talk about. Yeah. So, I mean, this is kind of like a little bit of like touch of marketing and and touch of pricing, but I think that I've learned that I'm really, really comfortable charging now what I charge because the person that's sitting in front of me on a discovery call has already received a tremendous amount of value from me ahead of time. And by that is, I mean, like I, I post daily on my social media. It's a very thoughtful, thoughtful information there. Newsletters, blog posts, podcasts. I'm like, I'm doing it all. And so I know that when they are sitting in front of me, I can say what I'm charging and feel okay about it because I've already given them so much, you know, and they will quote things that I've written back to me or say, oh my gosh, you said this thing. And I'm like, when did I even say that thing? (laughs) You know what I mean? But I think, I think it goes hand in hand with just getting comfortable with your pricing when you're giving value up front, right? Like you're just like giving, 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 and then, and then they know they know what they're getting too. You know, it goes both ways of like, you become comfortable selling it and they become comfortable pulling out their credit card because they know that you're giving them so much value. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think hand in hand with that goes, you know, really getting clear on what it is you're selling. Yeah. Because so many of the coaches in the BBB have this sort of preconceived notion that the pricing that they set for a program needs to correlate with the number of hours that they're spending with that client. And so they're really doing this like calculation around the hourly cost 
for the client of the program. And I, I don't know how many times I've said this, I will continue saying it throughout <laughs> forever probably, but one of the most important lessons that I learned as a coach and as a business person is that I am not selling my time. That mm -hmm. is not yeah. what I'm selling. I am selling the transformation. I am mm -hmm. selling the outcome, the desired outcome that my client has. And that's the value, not the 12 hours or however many hours it is that I spend with that client. It's my promise to help facilitate that transformation that is so yeah. valuable to them. Yeah. And, and it's really important to remember that because that, first of all, if you go into a discovery call or a sales call and you're selling your you've got that idea in your head that you're selling the 12 hours of your time. It's awkward. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've, I've literally been through that. I, I remember like, I remember when I was selling like that and had that kind of like mentality and it didn't even, it felt gross. First of all, like it, it didn't feel good to sell and it totally bombed. You know what I mean? Like I had all these discovery calls and not one person booked and I was like, wait, why? And it's like, oh, because I wasn't, I was selling these one hour zoom sessions instead of like all of the amazing things that happen as a result of working with me. Yeah. Right. It's what, it's one of those other things that you have to experience. I feel like I'm yeah, yeah, you have to, and you have to practice it. And there are ways to like, there are ways to set yourself up for success with this as a new coach, for sure. Or as a coach, who's not, this isn't currently your practice in discovery calls. And we're going to do, I'll do a whole episode on discovery calls at some point, but a discovery call and we're talking about that is 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 your the first conversation that you have one-on-one -on -one with a client where you are normally they're not paying for it and it's an opportunity for you to get to know them a little bit and figure out whether you're a good fit and then offer them something if you think they are a good fit but that discovery call is you know can be it can feel really awkward but there are ways to set yourself up for a better discovery call and that will enable you more easily to have this conversation around transformative, transformative value. And I do that by way of an application form. So before people get on a discovery call for me, they have to apply to apply to coach with me. And sometimes, and that serves as a filter. And so sometimes times that does not lead to a discovery call because it's obvious from the application that they're not a great fit for whatever reason, but oftentimes we end up on a discovery call. And some of the questions that I ask in that application make it easier for me to focus in on that transformation and that value, because I actually ask the client, what is it they're hoping that I can help them with? And what is it that they, you know, that they're, they're sort of the, the wish or the dream that they have for themselves in terms of what they, where they hope to be, where are they now, where do they hope to be? And what's the value of that transformation to them? Yeah. And then I asked that question again on the discovery call, but I already have some notes around that now because they filled out the application. So I have a, a direction in that conversation and I can really focus in on that really specific transformation that they're hoping to affect whatever it is that they're trying to do. Now I work in burnout and alcohol, so it, it's different for every client, but it might be, for example, I would love if it was around alcohol, it might be, I would really, really love to get to a place where this thing's not running the show anymore, where I'm not thinking about alcohol all the time. So I can ask them questions in the discovery call. What would that look like and feel like? Walk me through a day where you actually are not thinking about alcohol all day. How does that change this? How does that change that? How might that impact your ability to parent? How might that impact the opportunities for you to grow your career or you know, to connect more in your marriage? And I can build the value in the discovery call, which just, you know, again, makes it so obvious to the client that, that, yeah. that this is worth it. 
And I always use this example, Christy and the BBB, you've heard me say this before. When I was still drinking, I used to say to myself, and this is a random number I would pull out of the air, but I would say, I would give, I would pay $10,000 for someone to help me with this problem. And it was always my number. And I don't know where the number came from, but the truth is I would have. Yeah. Oh, same. 100%. (laughs) Yeah. The value of that transformation for me was that it was at least that much money. And it wasn't like, oh, I would give $10,000 for somebody to, to trade. I would trade $10,000 for a hundred hours of a private coach's time. Like it wasn't right, that. Right. Yeah. It was just like, if you can help me, I don't care if this takes two hours or this takes 300 hours I'm in, and this is the value of it to me. And I think it's very, very important to remind yourself of that. And if you're not clear on what the transformation is that you're promising, that's the place to start. What is the thing that I help people do? What is that unique problem that I solve for my avatar client? What is the transformation that I help them affect? Again, we don't transform them. They transform themselves. But what is the thing that we facilitate or support them in in doing? And, And how can we qualify the value of that, quantify and qualify the value, not just in dollars, but in just in in the impact on their life and how they feel the yeah. emotion, everything that goes along with that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Great. Okay. That's a really great point. I love that. So we've talked about having skin in the game, pricing accordingly, making sure that you're not pricing too inexpensively because that devalues, that devalues it for the client and often leads to them taking it a whole lot less seriously and putting the effort in that's actually required to get them to that transformation for them to actually get the value out of it. And then selling the value, not the program, selling the the transformative value as opposed to the hours spent and the and the re, whatever the other resources are, you know, you can bundle all of these things into a program. And I'm a big fan of bundling and providing more than just the this the hours of coaching in part of a pro as part of a program, but really that's not what you're selling. And there are discovery calls, Christy, where I don't even talk about that stuff. Yeah. All of the other yeah. things, you know, yeah. I sent a PDF after a discovery call that lists everything that's included in whatever program it is that I'm proposing is a great fit for them. And all the details are there. And I usually say on a discovery call, I'm probably forgetting something, but that's okay. It's all in the PDF, you know, because I'm not concerned with like the nuts and bolts of the program. I'm concerned with yeah. what is it that's got you stuck? How's it making you feel now? How would it feel if this thing was no longer a problem for you? And what's the value in that for you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so good. And I love yeah. that idea too of the pre doing the work, re- reminding yourself of all of the value they've already gotten before they even get to you on a discovery call. I think that's a really great reminder. And for some of the new coaches who are listening to this podcast, you may not have that confidence yet because you're just at the beginning of all of this. But remember, whenever you do a great, you know, we're, we're all about meaningful content here at the coaching edge. So if you're putting out like valuable, meaningful content, on social media, or you've been on someone else's podcast and you've shared your story, or you've, you know, you've helped somebody, the light bulb go on for somebody else in some way, wherever that is, that is incredibly valuable. And as you go forward, you can, you can, you can really start to focus on building that value for people outside of the paid coaching services that you provide. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Awesome. It just makes it easier, right? It just makes it easier and it makes it a a better conversation. And because it's a better conversation, it makes it like, you know, an easier, an easier sale, but it doesn't feel like you're selling. (laughs) 
<laughs> right. Well, because who who's not getting excited about that transformation? I'm getting excited on a call with a client when they're talking about how they want to feel. And I'm saying to them genuinely with confidence, I, I have been there. I, I feel the way you want to feel. It feels amazing. Also, I've helped women get there. Here's some things that have worked for some of my other clients. You're not alone in this. This is possible. I know it's possible because I've seen it happen so many times. Now I'm selling this like amazing feeling instead of yeah. 12 hours of my time. Right? Yeah. 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 It's incredible. It's, it's so, so important. It's, this is so important guys. If you're listening really, really important, figure out what the value of the transformation is, figure out what the transformation is, because if you're dealing with, if you've got a niche like you should, and I've talked about this in previous episodes, if you've got a niche sorted and you have a, you're really focusing in on one problem that you help solve, you should be able to articulate this. You should have some clarity around what that transformation is that you're selling. And it's not just a transformation behaviorally. It's a transformation in terms of how the client is going to feel and how that's going to impact the rest of their life, all the other aspects of their life. Okay. The last one's the biggie. Yeah. This is the one I was most excited to talk to you about because <laughs> I watched this unfold in the BBB and it was just so cool. And Christy's just been such a, uh, Christy with just took the plunge on this trusted what I was teaching, took the plunge on it, and now is such a great leader and role model on this topic of, of pricing for all the other members of the BBB. So what's your, <laughs> what's your biggie? Yeah. So, I mean, you have the masterclass in the BBB about starting at the end, right? Like basically, right. What do you want to make in a year and how much time do you want to work? And then like, you know, little things like what are your expenses and taxes and all that. But when I sat down there and started at the end and said, this is what I want to make this year. And this is how many hours I want to work doing what just, you know, with one-on-one -on -one coaching, I was able to, you know, work backwards and land on a number that when I first looked at it, honestly, I was like, there is no way I can do that. And then I was like, but this is what I want to make. And this is how much I want to work. And so, and somebody else had said to me, another coach had said to me, you know, Christy, what if I told you that someone was charging two and three times that, you know? And then I had a client who actually told me like she had paid someone three times what I had charged her and I was doing, I was helping her more. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try it. <laughs> and I did. And the first, like the first out of the first, like three discovery calls, two people booked at that higher price and, and it felt so, so good. And it, it also makes me not even remotely ever resent working with people. It makes me want to give them extra value. It makes me want to go over and above for them. It makes me want to like answer, you know, and you probably advise against this, but like answer the late night text or the early morning text because they're paying me really good money and they are, again, like we said, skin in the game. They're, they're ready to change and they're, and they want to, yeah. And they're willing to pay for it because I've, like we said, like laid out the value. And mm -hmm. so that was the biggest one. It's just like, start at the end. Don't start at like, how much is my, you know, my one hour of my time worth? Oh, is it worth $200? Yada, yada, yada. No. Like how much do you want to make? Mm -hmm. And how many hours do you want to work? Figure out how much tax you're going to owe and yeah. roughly your expenses. And then 
Yeah. What what's the word I'm looking for? Reverse engineer is what I thank you. Thank you. Reverse engineer. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That term was on the tip of my tongue the whole time. Yeah. Reverse engineer from there. Yeah. Yeah. So what that does is that allows you to, first of all, set a price that makes it far more likely that you're going to meet your targets for the year, which is critically important. I mean, that's the whole point of this podcast is to help coaches build businesses that are profitable enough that they can keep doing what they love to do because coaching is a tough business. So it allows you to set a price that actually sets you up for a chance of success with that goal. And and that goal is different for everybody. So what you need to make a year, want to make a year, you get to set that. And that may be, may be significantly lower for someone who's doing this as kind of, you know, wants to do this part-time while they're still working in their full-time job, or maybe they're retired and this is just a gig that they want to, they want to add some extra income to the, to the mind. Like it depends on who you are. For me, it's my full-time job. I want to be successful at it and you want to be successful at it. And so setting that target. First, you set your gross target. Then you figure out realistically what the expenses are going to be associated with working that year. And this can be in the first couple of years, this can be a little bit, you know, you you may not quite get this right and that's okay. That's part of the learning process that gives you the net and you know, the net that you need to work that you need to make a month in order to feel resonant and like you're, you're knocking it out of the park. And then you go and you say, okay, and how many hours do I want to spend doing that? And then that basically tells you how much you need to price your programs at. So it's um, it's a very simple way to make sure you're not setting your prices way too low. Because the other thing we talk about in that masterclass that I think is really important that nobody's thinking about is the amount of marketing that goes into booking one one-on-one client. 100%. And you know we talk about the amount of time that is required to convert a client to a paying client. And if you're pricing really low, and your target, let's say your target is $10,000 a month of net of gross. Let's say it's gross, 10,000 gross. And you're pricing your program at $1,000. Then you need to sign up. You need to sign up 10 new clients that month, um, one-on-one clients, which means you need to do at least 10 discovery calls, which depending on how long your discovery calls are probably between a half an hour and 45 minutes. So that's like five to whatever. I'm not going to do the math right, but five to six and a half or seven hours worth of marketing time there. Not to mention, you know, the, the, all the admin that goes into actually managing a client. So you've got 10 clients as opposed to, you know, a smaller group of clients. It's just way more time spent admitting those clients, managing those clients and time spent coaching, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's, it, if you, if you were to take that instead and you said, no, well, instead of charging a thousand dollars, I'm going to charge $2,000 a client. Now you only need five clients. You need to only book five clients. First of all, from a physical and mental health perspective as a coach that feels so much like so much better right I just feel so much more manageable and doable and that means that you only need to do you know and it's not that you need to do the five discovery calls by the way for five clients because that would suggest you have a hundred percent conversion rate on discovery calls and nobody has that so you have to figure out first what your conversion rate is which is something that we talk about as well in that master class and in the bbb but you know, you figure out what your conversion rate is. Let's say your conversion rate is 50%. You need to do 10 discovery calls to book five one-on-one clients. And if you were, you know, if we went back to our previous example, that would be like 20 discovery calls to book 10. You have to think about the reality of what it looks like to actually get one paying client. And you have to be really practical and realistic about this. And this is missing from every training and certification program I've ever done. Nobody ever talks about this, but as a solo business person, you are doing your own marketing 
mm -hmm. least in the early days, you're doing it. And it takes a lot of time. And the lower your prices are, the more you need to sell. And the more you need to sell, the more marketing you need to do. And this can be a coach's downfall. Immediate, like right out of the gate, this can be the thing that makes the difference between coaching in year two and going back to your old job or, you know, yeah. doing something different, just giving up on this. So yeah. I think it's, it's really important thing to talk about. Yeah. Don't set your prices too low. Yeah. And here's the thing, Christy, what did you learn when you booked those two clients at the higher rate in those discovery calls? What did that tell you? That someone was willing to pay for it and that my exactly. prices weren't too high. Yeah. Exactly. It, it told you that your price was a price that people were willing to pay. There's demand. There's a market for that price. Mm -hmm. So you might have to shift, shift your marketing a little bit. You may be marketing to a slightly different demographic. You and I spent lots of time talking about that. And I was just kind of like pumping you up. You can do this. You have to find these people, but they exist. And lo and behold, they exist. And now you have, you've basically been continuously selling these programs since then. So just a really great example of taking a risk, like a calculated risk, doing yeah. the work, doing the work. Yeah. And then through the court, through the process, through that process, building your own confidence around the market and your rates and realizing, oh my gosh, this now allows me to coach significantly less clients a month, which allows you to do all these other things you're doing. It allows you to write the book that you're writing. It allows you to have the podcast and do, provide all of that free value that you're providing for your bigger audience, which of course is your funnel. That's how you bring people into those discovery calls. Yeah, a hundred percent. Another thing I'll say too, is like, you know, these things aren't set in stone, right? My prices right. moved three or three or four times. Mm -hmm. And so you, you know, if you feel like you do reverse engineer your pricing and land on a number that doesn't make sense, like at least do something close to it and you can move to the goal, you know, like I didn't start there. It yeah. might, again, like it, I think it was three or four times that I, I kept upping them and I learned my lesson. You know, I learned my lesson about clients not having skin in the game, as we talked about. And I learned my lesson of pricing, just pricing too, too low so that I was resentful of time and missed calls and all of the things. So pricing is so important. Yeah, it's great. So great. This is how you create a viable coaching practice. You make sure that your prices make sense and they don't just make sense in terms of, oh, that feels good. They yeah. make sense in terms of the business model. They mm -hmm. make sense in terms of the amount of time and, that is required to both book those clients from through the marketing efforts and also admin those clients as a sole practitioner, because there's a lot of admin that goes into managing a client. So onboarding them, offboarding them, getting the contract signed, getting, you know, at the end, getting regular feedback, and then the actual hours that are spent coaching. We have to make sure that we're, we're, paying, we're paying attention to all of that as well. So I knew that this would be a really enlightening conversation for people. And I really, really appreciate you coming on, Christy, and sharing your story with this. Again, Christy is a coach who coaches practices out of London, but serves women all over the world and has just really just, I'm just really proud of you, Christy, as one of my BBB oh. coaches. I think you have been willing to go into that place that feels uncomfortable and push yourself a little bit and just sort of trust, trust yourself. And it's really paid off. So Thank you so much. Thanks, Wendy. Bye, Christy. Bye. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode. I hope you're coming away with renewed energy and some creative inspiration for your coaching business. 
If you're looking for more business support and community with like-minded coaches, please follow me on Instagram at Wendy McCallum Coach and check out my popular BBB membership for coaches at wendymccallum.com forward slash BBB. And if you love what you heard today, please leave a rating and a review to let other coaches know that this is a podcast worth listening to. Thanks in advance. I really appreciate you and I'll see you next time.